You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, June 18th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and uh, we appreciate all of the feedback we got uh, for uh, for Wednesday's guest, uh, the one and only BLG. Also, a lot of people really enjoyed uh, Wednesday's episode of Talking the Star. So uh, thanks to everybody who has subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed to make sure you do so. Uh, we are available on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, in one feed, one neat and compact home. You get access to all of our shows. You get, at the very least, two episodes every single day. You get this show, The Ocho, to kind of start your day off, and then you get a beefier sort of thing. We're kind of the appetizer right here, right? And, you know, sometimes appetizer's pretty good, right? I mean, I remember uh, when I was a kid, Johnny Carino's used to have this appetizer that was called, uh, I think it was called like pepperoni bread, and it was basically like a pizza baked in a, like, bread like it was incredible and i always loved that more than the meal itself um and i hope you love all of our shows you will have a new episode of broadcasting the boys later on today and then another episode of girls talking boys tomorrow and then we've got something special planned for you on saturday so uh be on the lookout there uh but yeah I wanted to get into something a little bit interesting. Uh, I did want to let you know there are, um, you know, this is the time of year where we're hunting for all sorts of social media videos as it is the summer. And uh, on Tuesday, uh, we got a video of CeeDee Lamb working out in a Dallas Cowboys helmet. And that sounds like it's so insignificant, but it is so cool. Uh, it is actually so cool to see CeeDee Lamb wearing a Dallas Cowboys helmet. Um, and, um, you know, no star on it because he has to hashtag earn the star uh and also bradley and i on wednesday evening um was when i finally saw uh but he also posted it on tuesday evening himself uh he got some dallas cowboys gear in the mail it would seem and so uh it looks like uh you know looks like uh the rookies are getting their gear and getting ready and uh so yeah right on pretty uh pumped about that on the subject of that if you're maybe you're a new cowboys fan and you know you've never really followed the team before they do have to earn the proverbial star every year at least that was um a thing with jason garrett i would imagine it would remain a thing under mike mccarthy um and so an interesting thing was now two years ago you know, the Cowboys in normal times obviously will have OTAs and mini camps and, and things like that. And I remember seeing a photo of Michael Gallup, um, his rookie year, and he had a helmet with the star on. And I remember this was a big kind of talking point. And I remember DMing him on Instagram and saying, yo, just 
just making sure what's going on here. And he said that there was a, an equipment malfunction. And so he had to wear a helmet that had the star. He said he still had to earn it and whatnot. And I think we all would agree that he certainly has earned that and much more. Um, so for today's episode, I wanted to uh, kind of explore something that I tweeted about on the subject of social media. And I want to give credit to our friends over at Big Cat Country. If you do not know what Big Cat Country is, it is SB Nation's home for Jacksonville Jaguars content. Uh, and they had a tweet. The tweet says, in the 2010s decade, we obviously discussed this past decade uh, with ESPN's All-NFC East team, uh, they said, not counting Blake Bortles, who has the most wins? And so they're talking about the Jaguars, you know, what quarterback besides Blake Bortles um, had the most wins um, over the course of the entire decade. They had a poll, the four options were Chad Henney, Blaine Gabbert, Gardner Minshew, and David Garrard, and that should tell you... um, (laughs) what Jaguars football has been like for the last 10 years. Um, the fact that Garner Minshew is even practical as an option is is kind of telling. I believe the answer is David Garrard. I'm not 100% certain, but I do believe that that is the answer. Um, so um, thankfully, we're not Jaguars fans, right? But I wanted to look at the Dallas Cowboys and just kind of look at the number of wins um, or, or, or sort of look at their number of wins by starting quarterback because the Cowboys have had a number of starting quarterbacks. Um, they've actually had eight starting quarterbacks over the last decade. It doesn't really feel like that much until you think about it just a little bit. Obviously, this past decade uh, has been defined by Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, which is what we talked about with Brandon. But uh, these are the eight quarterbacks that have started games for the Dallas Cowboys. And in fact, I'm just going to tell you their record as the Cowboys start. Uh, over the last 10 years. So this is from 2010 to 2019 to be totally clear. And remember, in 2010 and 2015, both Tony Romo suffered um, some injuries that really just were unfortunate and derailed the season. And so that is where a lot of these other names come from. But uh, the winningest quarterback uh, over the last decade for the Cowboys is Dak Prescott. He is 40 and 24 um, in that time, which is certainly incredible, certainly respectable, certainly worthy of paying him. But this is not a conversation about paying Dak Prescott. Um, I mean, not a big one, but <laughs> um, the second winningest quarterback uh, for the Cowboys over the last decade is Tony Romo. Also has 40 wins, but while Dak Prescott has 24 losses to his name, Tony Romo has 32 losses. And to be clear, these are measured by the quarterback that started each individual game. So, for example, um, and I don't mean to pick on Romo, but to use 2015 Romo as an example, in week two, the Cowboys went to Philadelphia and and they won that game. And Tony Romo started, but he did not finish. And so that win is credited to Tony Romo for anybody who is, again, new at all of this. Um, you know, similarly, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day played the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I was talking about that too. And they were favored in that game. And Tony Romo started, did not finish. And the team was just very bad. And, uh, and so that loss goes on Tony Romo's record because he started the game and that's kind of how it is a a quarterback could literally play the first play as the starter um, and then not play anymore and whoever came in would not get the credit as far as the way these things are tallied Um, so just you're aware but anyway Dak Prescott 40 and 24 Tony Romo, 40 and 32. Again, this is specifically from 2010 through 2019. Obviously, Tony Romo took over in 2006, was flawless in 2007. 2008 is a year we don't talk about. In 2009, Tony Romo was very good too, but those years are not part of the data set that we are looking at. Uh, The third winningest quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys over this stretch of time is actually working with the most winningest quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys over this stretch of time. He was on the Cowboys staff a year ago. John Kitna, 
at four and five. Started nine games for the Dallas Cowboys over the last ten years and uh, won four of them. Um, again, this goes back to that 2010 season, really. And um, man, uh, the fact that he is third on this list is um, is a bitter pill to swallow. Um, but um, and again, this is by number of wins, I should say. It's because um, if we were going by percentage, um, the fourth quarterback on this list would certainly uh, be at the top. Stephen McGee, uh, fighting Texas Aggie Stephen McGee, a whoop! Stephen McGee started one game for the Dallas Cowboys. That was back in 2010 as well, and he won it. Uh, so Stephen McGee, 1-0 as a, a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys over the last 10 years. I vividly remember that. I mention all the time. I went to Texas A&M University. Very, uh, you know, very, very good times that I had in College Station. And uh, I remember very vividly when Stephen McGee was drafted. That happened while I was going to school. And, um, you know, Martellus Bennett happened when I was a senior in high school. I remember that was um, the night of my high school prom. And so, um, you know, it was very exciting to be a Cowboys fan and be attending Texas A&M when Stephen McGee was drafted. Uh, those were some some really fun um to to be mild uh or to be kind uh texas a&m teams uh under coach sherman uh stephen mcgee the j train you know mike goodwin was it uh man good times but anyway uh next on this list matt castle one in six as the dallas cowboys starter not good times uh matt castle's one win was the one win that the cowboys had without tony romo in 2015 that monday night game in washington that dan bailey won at the very end there are three quarterbacks that started at the very least one game for the dallas cowboys over the last decade and did not win any kyle orton kind of like Stephen mcgee only started one but he lost it so oh and one kyle orton was uh for the cowboys that was, of course, the 2013 regular season finale, the win and end game that the Cowboys played against the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Foles' Eagles, the first iteration of them. You might remember that game uh, for Gavin Escobar having kind of a somersault touchdown. That was a lot of fun. I remember watching that game on the subject of Texas A&M. Uh, some buddies and I road tripped to Atlanta to watch Johnny Manziel's last game, the Chick-fil-A Bowl against Duke. And so we stopped um, kind of halfway in New Orleans and uh, we watched that game at a walk-ons there and it was not fun for me but anyway Kellen Moore now Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator is very good at that job but he was not great at being a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys went 0 and 2 in the games that he did start now to that point not that he won it but Kellen's first taste of action as the Cowboys quarterback came in a game that he did not start it was one that Matt Castle did that Saturday night game in 2015 against the New York Jets when Matt Castle got called for intentional grounding while throwing an interception. I've still never seen that happen um, to, to anyone other than Matt Castle, which is pretty amazing. Finally, Brandon Whedon, 0-4 as the Cowboys starter. Um, the the first taste of Brandon Whedon as the Cowboys starter was, of course, that 2014 game against the Arizona Cardinals when Tony Romo was hurt uh, after he had gotten hurt on Monday night against uh, Washington, and then the Cowboys would go to London to play the Jaguars that kind of inspired this question, and uh, and Romo returned, and that, that season was a lot of fun, you know, there in November and December and whatnot, kind of after Thanksgiving was when it really heated up. But anyway, I mean, you're talking about eight guys that have started at quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys over the last decade. Five of them at least won a game <laughs> in the cases of Castle and McGee. Uh, only won one. John Kitna did quadruple that. Uh, but Tony Romo and Dak Prescott have each won 40 games. And 
I, I don't know what this says. Um, you know, when I tweeted it, there were obviously a lot of pay deck, pay deck. Um, you know, I got some responses that were of uh, of the variety, you know, like, well, imagine what Romo would have done with Dak's teams. I mean, you know, Tony Romo's 2014 team was very similar to Dak Prescott's 2016 team. And Romo went 12-3 and with them that year. And uh, Dak Prescott went 13-3 and with them two years later. Um, you know, so... I think it would have been fine. But to me, I mean, my, my big takeaway looking at this, this is obviously a, a way different thing than uh, what Big Cat Country tweeted out and kind of the emotions that they had to deal with uh, in terms of the answer for them. Uh, think about that. Blake Bortles is the, you know, the, the winningest quarterback uh, for that franchise over the last decade, which um, which says a lot. But I mean, I, I think the, the first takeaway is there have been two quarterbacks that have won at least 40 games for the Dallas Cowboys over the last decade. That is awesome, right? I mean, that, that is so cool uh, that we have gotten to experience that. Um, I think it certainly says a lot that Dak Prescott has won at least 40 games in less starting time. And, you know, you can technically say Tony Romo was the starter for longer for, you know, from 2010 through 2015. He obviously missed a lot of time uh, in, in both of those seasons. So you're talking in 2011, he went 8-8, eight and eight. 2012 went 8-8, eight and eight. Uh, 2013, Tony Romo went 8-7, and seven. Uh, and then obviously in 2014, individually he went 12 and 3 because the Cowboys lost to Arizona without him that was the uh, the Tyler Patman revenge game uh good times like I said but overall I, I think this just this just says that the Cowboys have been fortunate and this kind of goes back to my takeaway from the conversation that we had with Brandon Jason Garrett was the head coach for 90% of this decade, the the full-time head coach. I know he took over halfway through the 2010 season, uh, but, you know, at that point, Tony Romo was out, you know, really. Um, and, and, you know, things were things were falling off. And and I I used to champion this stat a lot. Um, maybe you remember if you've followed me for some time. This is still true to this day. Tony Romo never played a game where the Dallas Cowboys were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. That is 100% true. Tony Romo never played a game where we already knew the Cowboys weren't in the playoffs and it was just kind of, you know, getting the season over. And to be fair, if you care about that, Dak Prescott has played such a game. Uh, in 2017, when the Dallas Cowboys went uh, to Philadelphia, when they won that game, what was that, 6 to nothing? Um Dan Bailey's last game, Des Bryant's last game, at least to date, um, talking Dan Bailey's last game with the Cowboys. Um, they, the Cowboys were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. They they were eliminated the week before when they lost on Christmas Eve to Seattle. And so while that is true, that, that Tony Romo never played a game where he was mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, that 2010 season, I don't want to at all say that him getting injured uh, was, was a good thing. It was a terrible thing. But that 2010 Cowboys team was off to a really, really, really bad start. And if Romo had remained healthy, I don't know that the Cowboys turned that around. I mean, I don't know that Wade Phillips is able to anyway. Um, so, you know, that that stat is uh, certainly something that is intact, but uh, there is that context that is needed. But to the point here, I mean, you know, the Cowboys have had a lot of success and they've had a lot of really good football players. We talked about them uh, in the all NFC East decade team, whatever, and they, they just haven't gotten it done. And, and I think that that's the main takeaway. I mean, again, think about that. The Jaguars, I mean, the Jaguars would be so fortunate to have the John Kitna on this list. They went four and five. You know what I'm saying? And meanwhile, the Cowboys have two quarterbacks on this list that won at least 40 games, and they never once won two playoff games in a single postseason. 
And that's frustrating. I mean, I know they got to the divisional round three times. Um, and obviously, you know, you can add context to that, right? I mean, in 2014, maybe they win that playoff game if, if the Dez catch goes the other way, 2016, third and 20, whatever. Um, but that's that's the main takeaway for me. And so that's, uh, that's unfortunate. But uh, it was an interesting uh, thing to discuss. I hope you agree with that. Uh, and I hope that you've had a great day. I, I mean, we always hope you have the best day. But I hope to this point, whenever you're listening, maybe you're listening in the morning. Maybe you're chopping up breakfast. Maybe you're preparing lunch. Maybe you stepped out. You've you got the AirPods in. You're walking the dog, whatever the case may be. I hope you're having a great day. And uh, I hope uh, hope the rest of it is, is fabulous. And um, we've got another episode, like I said, of Broadcasting the Boys later today. Today is Thursday. We have a new episode of Girls Talking Boys tomorrow with Kelsey and Meg. Later, you'll hear Ari and Roy. And then on Saturday, like I said, a very special surprise in store for you. Uh, something that I think you're going to really enjoy. Something I am very excited about. So looking forward to that. We've got golf on today. Very pumped about that. And uh, yeah, so um, gonna another day. So uh, yeah, another day. We'll see what we get into tomorrow. And uh, yeah. That does it. That's our Thursday episode. So I hope you enjoyed and I hope you had a great time. And I hope whatever you eat for lunch is good. I just, I want all the best things to happen to you. You know, I, I just, I truly, really, I want the absolute best for you. I, I hope that you have the best Thursday of all time. I'm talking the best Thursday ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.